COVID-19 has changed so much about what we considered normal a few months ago. Adapting to this new normal and dealing with the fear, isolation, and medical worries that come up are just some of the issues affecting people today. Joining us today to talk about coping with mental health and addiction issues in the midst of a healthcare pandemic is Raman Bashnab, a board-certified psychiatrist at Southwest General. This is Southwest General Health Talk. I'm your host, Caitlin White. So what is Southwest General doing to focus on mental health during this COVID-19 pandemic? We have had to switch to telepsychiatry for the vast majority of our visits. That includes one-on-one medication management, as well as one-on-one individual therapy. But also now we have been doing our groups online, our intensive outpatient program and partial hospitalization program groups have been going through the same kind of DBT skills, but doing it online instead of uh, in-person groups. What are some tips for coping with the current circumstances like quarantine or maybe quarantine fatigue at this point? There's a lot of things available now in today's technological world that we didn't have before that even though we are physically quarantining, there's no reason for us to be socially quarantining. Using FaceTime, using platforms like Zoom, Google Meet, WebEx to connect with others and still communicate, or simply just picking up the phone really is probably sufficient to, to just reach out and say hi to others, let people know you know, the challenges that we're struggling with, give them a listen to hear the challenges they're struggling with, and uh, just be available. You know, we can still connect with one one another, just like you and I are doing right now. You know, it's communicating doesn't require us to be face-to-face. Now, the face-to-face is more potent, there's no doubt. But being able to pick up the phone and and reach out to a friend or family member or or somebody that you're just thinking about that uh, you you recognize might might Mm -hmm. have a need for... uh, human touch, you know, is is an opportunity to to be connected. With so much being unknown about this virus, what are some ways I can manage, you know, a fear of contracting it? Following the guidelines that are presented to us, probably the best thing for us to continue to do as a society, maintaining the social distance, uh, the physical distance recommendations, wearing masks uh, when appropriate, hand hygiene always, is, you know, is the basic way to prevent transmission of communicable diseases. Common sense things that we're just having to be uh, a lot more vigilant about uh, during this time. And, and it does seem that people have really accepted this, especially in Ohio. But, uh, you know, we've, we've successfully flattened the curve and, and the measures that people have taken, the guidance of the governor and the federal ruling, has also helped us to manage this a lot better than other places have. How would you suggest talking to children about the virus? Be honest with the kids. If we pretend that, you know, we think everything's fine when when really we're worried and anxious, uh, they can pick up on that. They can sense that uh, we're off and maybe not uh, being completely upfront. They won't know. They won't be able to put those words to it. But be honest, you know, be honest about your concerns be honest about the risk and tell them why. You know, the, the kids are very, very tuned in 
You know, they, they hear and remember and understand a lot more than we realize. Simply, we, I mean, think we do need to keep it simple for them, but having the conversation lets them know that, hey, I can, I can talk about this, and, and uh, if mom and dad can share their concerns, that means maybe I can share my concerns as well. Quarantine and social distancing are bringing up a lot of triggers for people suffering with addiction. Where can they go for help during this time? So addiction is a tremendous recovery from addiction. Mm-hmm. Really requires the community of others in recovery, peer support. If we could get through an addiction on our own, it's it's really not a, a, an addiction, not much of an addiction anyway. Sustained recovery from deadly things like heroin addiction, alcoholism, and and other things requires me doing it with others. And I can still do that. We can, there's Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, uh, Heroin Anonymous, all kinds of things are available online. Most of the ones I've seen are using uh, things like Zoom or Google Meet, uh, Google Hangouts, and local groups. Local groups have just made their presence online since they're now no longer gathering in, in church basements and other spaces. And then the phone call, you know, whether it's COVID-19 or not, one of the best tools in recovery is picking up the phone in the middle of emotional turbulence. Too often in recovery, we're, we're, we think that we're only picking up the phone to talk about cravings. You know, I, I, oh, I have an urge to use. I need to pick up the phone and talk to my sponsor. Uh, well, that's not the only time. You know, anytime I have emotional turbulence is an opportunity to pick up the phone in the heat of the moment and talk it through at a time when I'm in tune or trying to get in tune with, with what I'm feeling. It's so hard for us to talk about the emotion, to name the emotion, to, to tease apart what's, what's being triggered within us and uh, gain a little freedom from it. So that's why we turn to alcohol. You know, it's easier for me to to numb out with food, alcohol, or television than to get in touch with those emotions that are uncomfortable. But when I do, when I pick, pick up the phone and talk about it a little bit, it starts to soften. It starts to not be so overwhelming, and then I can manage to do the next right thing instead of instead of having that relapse. But this is a, this, I can't imagine, I can't imagine how difficult it is right now for new people in recovery to allow for that and to stay sober without in-person meetings. But there are options available. We can get to these meetings online and we can certainly continue and, or even start making phone calls. And, And really some of my best experiences in my own recovery have been picking up that phone in the moment of, uh, emotional turbulence and talking it through to, to somebody else in recovery. Just their willingness to listen and my willingness to share has been enough to help me to do the next right thing. This next question, I know this applies to a couple of my friends, even myself. We find ourselves drinking a bit more while we're stuck at home. When should we be concerned? I think it, what I tell people, COVID-19 or not, is, is what, what is the reason? If I have a moment where I think to my, I'm feeling emotionally distraught or I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm thinking to myself, man, I need a drink. That's probably the wrong reason to drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, If I'm having a toast at my daughter's wedding, that's a little different. So 
I, I would say this, if, if I'm using it as a coping mechanism, I'm probably headed down a, neg- uh, a negative path, a self-destructive path. Why? Why am I using this as a coping mechanism? Because it's not going to—it's not effective. It's not sustainable. It, it will give me some immediate relief temporarily, but after that, things are worse. You know, and then I've got the after effects of of whatever substance I used to make things worse physically. So, if I'm using it as a coping skill, it's probably headed in the wrong direction. And uh, can I do something instead? Can I, can I take a pause and see what's, what's going on just in a moment of, of reflection? If that's not enough, maybe I pick up the phone and talk to a friend about the tension and say, hey, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm just kind of feeling in a funk. Or I do know what's going on, and this is what's going on, and it's a little much for me right now. Do you mind if we talk about it for a moment? journaling, going for a run, all kinds of things that I think we we all know are available to us. We just don't tend to make these good habits. And wrapping up here, what are some services provided by Southwest General, both in terms of addiction and just mental health in general during this time? We continue to offer our outpatient recovery groups, both for mental health and for chemical dependency our intensive outpatient programming for both of those. And that is three days a week, four hours a day uh, with a with counselors and with other people that are themselves in recovery. Those are continuing to be available. Uh, people can get an intake assessment and talk to a counselor about whether or not that's uh, the right next step for them. For people that are more severe in a moment of crisis. There's always the emergency room where Southwest has psychiatric intake specialists available to address the people that are coming in specifically for mental health or addiction uh, crisis needs into the Southwest ER. They will facilitate uh, getting them admitted to the hospital if needed, admitted to the psychiatric unit if needed, or simply referred to our IOP or other outpatient resources, depending on on what's what's needed next. We do have a breakthrough program that we that we work with that uses inpatient beds in the hospital to facilitate detox for opioids and alcohol if that's required. So that's also available for somebody that's really in the throes of active addiction to begin to get some traction and uh, then after that get set up with our chemical dependency IOP. We also offer individual counseling and, of course, medication management if that's appropriate. Thank you so much for this information and for your time during this pandemic. That was Raman Bashnab, a board-certified psychiatrist at Southwest General. To learn more about Southwest General's Oakview Behavioral Health Services, call 440 440- 816-8200. That's 440-816-8200. Or visit swgeneral.com. This has been Southwest General Health Talk. I'm your host, Caitlin White. Thanks for joining us.